Yeah. All right. Wormholes, episode zero. I don't even think we need to do an introduction. We just go, Daniel yeah. Adet. Daniel Adet. I'm just like, g'day, cunts. How are we? It's uh, it's, it's your boy, fucking Ryan and J-Man here for episode one of Wormholes. Um, <laughs> don't ask us about the name. It's uh, too long of a too long, too long of a story. There's volumes of books about <laughs> where we got that name Libraries from. Libraries even. Um, All right. <laughs> so you've got the voice. You've already got the voice. Yeah, I've, got, I've yeah, come down now. I'm um, going voice. a bit smoky. Um, going a bit smoky. All right. Well, the first thing we got here, what what do we do about uh, us? Episode one. Episode uh, I don't one. know if we mentioned that. Um, look, I think we just decided that as a, as a couple of absolute dickheads that enjoy the sound of their voice uh, to a considerable level, just thought we'd... Uh, Jump on the bandwagon that is podcasting yeah. right now. If you can't beat them, join them. That's exactly right. Um, we've been locked indoors for that long. I think this has kind of fostered it. I've come from a yeah pretty hectic fringe schedule, and now we're yeah. Uh, how did that go anyway? Like overall, how'd that go? How'd that treat you? Uh, was a rough going two weeks in a row back to back. It was it was pretty hectic, but I think it's one of those things that until you've until you've done it, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, and now that I've not been able to do anything, um, I think it's it was amazing. I think just. So, hey, I was working like the two guys I did the show with. They both took the entire fringe off, or at least that two weeks off on annual leave. Yeah, okay. So I kept working. So I was in the city nine yeah. to five, and then um, uh, heading off to the shows. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's an incomparable experience, man. Fucking okay. these fucking dickheads already. <laughs> these dickheads. We're gonna start that again already. <laughs> Take number three. Take number three. Oh. You go, go yeah, get out, cunts, yeah no, boys. it would definitely. I can imagine two weeks on, like straight after work, would be hectic. But yeah. tell you why, it was fucking good, man. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it anyway when we went. It was really sick. It's just a, it, there's because it's so much chaos, man. You just feel part of the fray. I think if you were yeah. trying to do that, I can't imagine people that obviously travel around to like doing that consistently, and it's not. You know, I mean, in a fringe thing, you're just all kind of going through that same thing, and the city's just going crazy. So you just kind of match that energy. True. True. Um, and yeah, like I think it would definitely be harder doing a solo show. I think that's the thing I realized the most. I was very you lucky leaned to, on it, like you, all three of you leaned on each other a little bit in the end. Yeah, and well, obviously you've got three groups of friends, three groups of family. Like you've yeah, got a true. small venue that you're only trying to, and I think you know, obviously we did very well with the um, with the sales and whatever. But um, the most important thing was that it was just so much fun. I think if you were on your own and you're only you worrying about ticket sales, it's yeah. only you worrying about doing well. Uh, you don't have anyone else to kind of pick up the slack if you have an off night or whatever, and you're not going through all the emotions together. You know, yeah, it's all true. your money kind of thing that you stand to lose. It's yeah. everything. Like, I just don't – it's not something that I've done that show, which has gone really well and thought, yep, sign me up for a solo as yeah, soon as humanly okay. possible, I think. So you think you still want to just, like, try and put on a show with a couple other people and keep it going that way? Um, Yeah, it's just – just depends like you've we were very lucky as well that you know we had very similar styles yeah um we were oh definitely I, I, so it was so free-flowing and you you don't find a lot of that especially when you've got a you're in adelaide you've got a very pretty small pool of comedians to kind of pull a split bill yeah. of three out of yeah. people that aren't at different levels and that you know at significantly different levels of course yeah, yeah, um, yeah to try and book to pair up you know so i think yeah. that the uh you know we were very lucky that it just kind of worked out perfectly in terms of what we were all wanting to do or what level we thought we were at. Yeah, that's um, so good, that, man. That's you what know, you want. You want that like success story. You want to be able to like have your first, you know, your first like goal at it being one that ended up being a super, 
you know, like a experience that you just learned a whole heap from mm. and grown from and it wasn't a painful thing. It wasn't like first time going on stage and then like, you know, getting booed off or, like, you know what I mean? Like something like going hell wrong, which is good because it's like if you're, if you're investing a lot of time and money in something like two weeks all day every day and it bombed, you'd be hell You'd be hell upset. I would be anyway. Like, because you're out there every day and you're, if you only ended up seeing like 10 people, you'd be like, fuck. I'm looking at genuinely happens. I think that's something where, you know, we have to be so thankful of um, how how well it did go because, you know, we never had a night where there was one or two and, you know, everyone, even the biggest, um, we'll have that at some point. We're going to have that at yeah. some point, you know. It's just not, it's inevitable. So, but for, um, you know, for for two of us at least that was our first time really um doing a full like fringe run like that yes um, who so, done one before uh jay did one oh, okay before cool. as well and he's sold out every night him and another bloke they did a split bill yeah um called so aussie it's irish and um that that just they destroyed it, it was a smaller venue yeah um but they just sold it out every night so again he's had a he's had a pretty dream run in in both his um in both his shows but uh yeah look it's it, it's just something where i'm chomping at the bit now you know after doing 22 shows in a month to yeah you know, it's a nothing for three months um, yeah uh and i've told myself i was going to write for the entire period that we were off and uh wrote my first joke two nights ago yeah <laughs> since right that, since Fuck. that fringe but um uh, but yeah, so I think you know it's just going to be exciting. It's going to be look. I think Adelaide in general is going to go crazy in the next couple of months once everything starts. Oh up. yeah, when we I get agree. Our first, when I think we get our everywhere first band all around here. the world is going to be going crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, um, um, but look, to I guess to cycle back a bit, we kind of that's yeah. That's the first tangent. We've done well the there. We barely even got yeah, through Yeah, it's only probably we been went, a couple of minutes. We went straight into absolute fucking fringe tangent. Didn't even <laughs> really tangent. tell you who I am. But that's good. Um, so I'll tell you what. I'll look, ask you a couple of questions and then you ask me a couple of questions. Okay, good idea. And then f- what we can do is like from this get-go here, moving forward, we won't have to worry about that. We can just dive into whatever we want to talk about at that yep. time, whatever crosses your head, just getting a bit more fluent. Well, I think even before you even ask the questions, I think just to, just to I guess, kind of, pin down the what the hell we're doing here other yeah. than just talking shit um it's I mainly talking shit it, it, there's going to be a lot of that um strap yourselves in ladies and gentlemen strap yourselves. um look obviously we just decided that it is something where we love having a fucking yarn yeah. um we've been friends for for a number of years now um and there's nothing we love more than talking shit and i i, I think that you know as much as we say we just love the fucking sound of our own voice but it is a bit like that um, and we think that it's it's something where we wanted to start something that um encourages conversation in every possible sure. way um For whether sure. it's talking to your mates whether it's asking questions about the world whether it's just uh you know trying to make the most of our uh fucking finite time on this planet That's we it. just, just think that conversation just living is and the, learning yeah it's the, it's just the, living it's and the best thing that we can possibly do um i think we all especially in this you know, time. I guess this is we've been talking about doing this for a while, and yeah, it's been after a good being minute now, eh? Cooped up. I think this is what forced our hand and said we just need yeah. to do it instead of just talking about it. Well, we threw back on like back and forwards on a name for a long time. Yeah, that was we right. Never settle on one. Once, once we got wormholes <laughs> pinned down, um, I think it's been pretty. Uh, it's like all right, easy. All it's right. been it's been pretty good since there. So, I guess the whole purpose of it is just you know we want people to laugh, we want people to think. Um, That's it. I don't want this to be too. Um, in your face or, or intense yeah, or whatever. Too, too you know? far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because I feel like you and me, we could go way too far down the fucking yeah. rabbit hole in like whatever, it, almost like any kind of topic if it came to like conspiracy or like yeah. the truth aside of it. But like, I, like as long as we can, 
get our point across to people as well as, I don't know, not trying, you know, like, like they're saying, you can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So there's no point like forcing anything down anyone's throat because people have got to learn for themselves what's going on. So and, and I people feel like- will, People will naturally get uh, defensive as well. Oh, like, of course. Or, yeah, know, it's that. trying um, to, no one likes distance. being talked down to, and that's never going to be uh, the purpose of why we want to do this. Um, you know, anyone who's come and listened to this who knows me, in a, especially in a social media sense, is going to be expecting this to be an absolute fucking bush did at Jamboree. Yeah. But um, that's no look. One of the biggest things I've learned as well is that you can't just constantly fill your life with negative stuff, whether it's like, is why I don't like the news, for example, is because if you do watch an episode of the news, it's negative, 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 negative with some kitten on a fucking jet ski at the end just to try and give you that little bit of endorphin yeah, release 100%. after watching fucking terrorism, war, corona, whatever the fuck it is. So we're not going to then try and start a podcast that's just doing the opposite of the news, but in exactly the exact right. same way, right? Look, um, we all know, like, let's be real. We all know the mainstream media is a whole heap of shit most of the time. Yeah. But like there, there's even been stories where I've seen them spin the truth about a, a shark attack. And we're like, I was at the gym and like we looked up the the screen. It was like, oh, they're um, spinning this story about this shark attack, which like they're already late reporting. And we were like, why? Like what's the point in like putting a spin on so- something like that? But at the same time, it is their job to stay on top of like what's going on in the world. And we all know that they're pushing negativity. Well, look, and they're a business at the end of the day. Yeah, right? exactly you, right. They've they got to sell clicks. No they one's gotta... tuning in just for the weather and a bit of sport news and whatever else. No one, like, yeah. no one cares enough about that to tune in, right? Unless they're going to get something that makes them feel something, whether it is constantly fear or constant sadness or whatever it is, it's making them tune in because they're getting something out of it, right? Yeah, exactly um, right. And so, yeah, I guess the, the point of all of that is just saying that we're not going to make this just a another thing where you're going to come and just be berated with someone's beliefs. Um, I think it's important that, uh, you know, especially with the nature of us mostly going to be talking shit. This is just everything to be taken with a pinch of salt. You yeah, know? exactly right. Um, we're going to give yeah. some opinions. You're going to heavily disagree. Some that you're going to think are bang on. Some that are going to make you question your own beliefs. That's exactly yeah. what we're here for, you know. The whole scale. Um, we just want it to be something that, uh, you know, opens up channels of conversation. You know, we want to talk about music um, a lot. I think oh, that, definitely. Uh, mine and Ryan's friendship has pretty much been born from music. Uh, we were mutual friends through a housemate and it was just purely from, um, you know, having collective drinks at this house yeah. uh, through another housemate of mine um, that we would just end up, you know, from jukeboxing a fucking Bluetooth speaker or something <laughs> yeah, that's and it. realizing that yeah. we're all into the exact same kind of yeah. music. Yeah, would have been that like just- Parkway. I reckon the first thing that we like, we probably would have popped on, you would have been like, fuck yeah, this is Parkway. Well, and we would have been like, fuck yeah. Back then as well, obviously, there was a lot more of the kind of like, you know, obviously the Oz hip hop stuff was more what the focus was at the moment. So I think that's what made, when that was what I was hearing, especially in the house predominantly. Yeah. So then I think, it came as a surprise when we then somehow got onto the topic or maybe you guys rocked up and I was absolutely flogging some Parkway or something. Yeah. And you were like, hold yeah. on a second, this is what you're then. Well, that's we right, because we were making, like back then we were making hip hop as exactly, well. Exactly, right? So then again, that was kind of my initial attachment to like, and I'm not a massive fan. I do like, obviously, you know, old Hilltops, old fucking oh, pump yeah. every day. and you know, Old Bliss and SO, yeah. even new Bliss and SO, man. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of good, like Australian hip hop out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, there is also a lot of shit. 
unfortunately. Mm. But that, that's like any genre, though. Let's be real. Like, oh, even yeah. with metal, it's so oh, saturated. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, I didn't. Yeah. So when I think we got onto the whole metal thing, and then um, that just kind of exploded from there. Obviously, we went to the first Unify. Uh, well, you went to the well, we went to the second Unify, but after we yeah, we where other. the first one we went to, where it was still back at um, that footy footy oval in Tarwin. Yes. Yeah. So I think I want it. Obviously, we want it to be about a lot about music as well because we think that, you know, the, as we said, the whole purpose is conversation. And as we've just explained, I think that bonding over music is is probably one of the biggest things we ever do, right? Yeah. We go to a gig with maybe a mate or a missus or whatever it is or a family member and then you meet other people at that show. Then you see them at other shows and then you see them at, you know, nights, metal nights out or whatever, yeah. like your black markets or whatever, and you end up building a, a friendship group that is all synonymous with music because that's the things you like going and doing. Um, you know, back in town, even the say, you know, when you're, you're an 18-year-old and you start going to HQ or your Reds or whatever, yeah. you make your friends there and you see them there every weekend and it's all started around mostly the music that you're going out true. to listen to. True, true. Um, so I think that that is it keeps people in touch. You know, people won't see each other for ages, but then that band that they've bonded over for however many years comes into town, and you'll find them two lining up first to get a ticket, and they're going together. Um, you know, I think it's something that is is so, and that it, it extends beyond that. You know, it's power for uh, making people feel better or get through things or whatever. I mean, what do you constantly see is just artists and whatever being messaged or DM'd or commented like, "You have no idea how much this song helped me in in oh, yeah. when I was 100%. going through this thing." Like I. Just I think, think we've that. all been through that. I know I've definitely had cases of like where it's gone and music has like, I felt like music has saved me a little bit. And like, you know, it, it, it's coming from my perspective, like when you make music, you listen to music differently. Yeah. So like just to give people a little bit of a background, we won't go too much into it because like as we go along with these episodes, we're obviously going to learn a lot about yeah. Yeah. everyone. But um, started making music probably like 2010, doing like hip hop with a friend of mine. And then from there, it moved all the way up through to probably like 2014. I released two EPs in that time, a whole bunch of single, three EPs, a whole bunch of um, solo EPs as well, all like Aussie hip-hop kind of stuff. And then um, from there forward, I was like, shit, I want to go back to my roots and then like started incorporating like heavier bits and pieces into the hip-hop. And then eventually it was just like, nah, I just want to make heavy music. Um so yeah, did that for probably for like yeah, released two singles for like two years and played a couple shows, and then very recently, nothing's really been announced yet. But like myself and Pato, we've started a band called Rogues Ghost. Mm -hmm. I've showed you a couple of the demos and stuff like that. Yeah, um, we're still looking for the rest of the band, but it's gonna be it's gonna be so good. It's like the best stuff that I've ever written, and like Pato's like on his mixing game like crazy. If you listen to his mixes, they're huge. So yeah, all, all this stuff that this next stuff that's coming out, like along with the wormholes and stuff like that, um, and then just everything going on, I, f I feel like it's going to be a good time for people like us, like who just want to talk the truth and hang out and shit, just to I don't know, make something, like you know, make something for everyone to listen to and like uh, not be like, oh, this this podcast is completely about conspiracies or this podcast is completely about. MMA or whatever it may be, yeah. just just like like an all round. And like I know people like a lot of podcasts do like a niche almost, but like um, well, I, think, I feel like we should just talk about whatever whatever well, bullshit we, we want to talk about. Enough insight into a lot of things. As I said, you know, from our own um, 
personal experiences in life as well as obviously what we're doing with our time now whether it's work or you know obviously comedy for myself or um music for you i think that you know we're gonna obviously try and stick in our lane as much as we can with what we know but yeah again the when the the idea that we've got behind it is just to open up thinking to everything we want to be that's able to it have that. throw down pigeon- questions yeah we don't want to be able to pigeonhole ourselves to any one particular thing obviously there's probably going to be certain episodes that are going to resonate with a particular audience yeah differently but as the idea is always to be as light and fluffy and 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 lighthearted as possible, as well as encouraging you to to you know expand your mind thinking. about things. It's um, it, that's really um, what it is, and I think even to to segue into the first musical thing we wanted to talk about that I think aligns perfectly with probably, I guess, the whole thing of this podcast, right, is that we want it to be about, um, you know, lifting each other up, about mental health, about how much potential we have as human beings, about, um, you know, opening our mind to infinite amount of possibilities. I think um, the musical thing we wanted to talk about tonight was obviously um, The Ghost Inside. Yeah, for Um, sure. If there's anyone who's not familiar, they're a hardcore band from somewhere in America. I should have done my research better, but um, the bit around for a long long time um and they uh went through probably one of the most horrific accidents that you could ever imagine yeah um, a tour bus i think collided or something with a, yeah. with a semi-trailer um uh the driver lost his life the band was all in hospital in serious conditions um the drummer lost a leg um, yeah, she, she was just wild like you think about you can go on youtube and look at the videos of their recoveries and shit like that and it's just like holy shit and then when they came and played <clears throat> at unify this year, um, that was uh, their only like their second show back. It was like the first time. It was the, like yeah, they've done a set. They've done one show in America. Sorry to cut you off. Mm, no, you're up. Um, one show in America, and then this was their second show, and they came all the way to Australia. Yeah, um, for a festival we have here, Unify, which you're going to hear us talk about probably about a thousand times. Yeah, it's that good. But we'll come yeah. back to that. Um, and yeah, we got to see them as their second show after a very long stint of recovery and and go on yeah all i was gonna say is like that their performance then at unify has only gotten like better or was better than like the multiple times i'd seen them in the past which wasn't like when they were like actively touring and like you know what i mean like it wasn't like that was ever bad it was amazing it was yeah exactly but like they've only gotten better after this and that's just um and i think you can just tell like i remember i always tell people about this is that Every song, the singer was like talking for like 30 seconds to a minute or more between every song. Now, no one noticed anything really. Probably that it was a little bit more than normal. But yeah. after he did it about five or six times, his five or six time songs into the set, he then goes, I know I'm talking uh, so much, but I, I like I'm so like it's so physically draining now that I have to recover before I can give you my 100%. Yeah, for sure. And like, because they'd been so flawless and because you were on such a euphoric thing of getting to see them, they could have never, they could have not been alive, let alone playing yeah, in Australia. Yeah, exactly again. right, yeah. Um, that you forgot that they had even been through it in that moment until yeah. he drew attention to it. And then your appreciation level went through the roof another like a, another level because you've just gone, holy moly, Like these guys are lucky to be here, let alone lucky to be here in Australia, yeah. let alone capable of playing and let alone capable of playing to the level that they are. Yeah, exactly um, right. Back straight back into like a professional set. Like, yeah. Imagine, it's a, I mean, it's a yeah. what, 10,000 people festival in, in, a, in, yeah. in, in yeah. Tarwin, Lower and Victoria. And that was like packed out when they came on last. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, the, the, something like that is one of the most obviously heartbreaking, but also feel good stories. And you can draw such an uh, unbelievable amount of energy and, um, and like 
belief in yourself from that, right? I mean, those, sure. those stories, if anything, always make you go, man, if they, they can do that. I mean, in their latest, I can't even think of the song now, but that first film clip that they released, and they just do a close-up of that drummer yeah. um, with the you know prosthetic leg on who's obviously drumming flawlessly. Is that Aftermath you're talking about? Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, oh, I fucking love that song. And it's just like, like this dude was obviously an elite drummer in one of the biggest bands, uh, hardcore bands ever, not just in the world. Yeah. Um, and he's lost a leg in an accident and he's now back to that level drumming with a prosthetic leg. Yeah. Um, you, Dedication, what, I guess. What, what possible really? excuse do you have to not start that podcast? You know yeah, I mean? exactly <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Especially like when it's just you and me sitting in the lounge room talking shit about whatever. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's absolute super- zero difficulty. And we are, you know, well, not that we were like, you know, procrastinating or whatever but again you you know you don't find yourself prioritizing that because of whatever reason and yeah it's just kind of like what what reason do you have not to do that to not start looking for that new job to exactly not, right yeah um you know take a leap of some kind go on that holiday you've wanted to try and find the money to do this whatever it might be um you know especially with everything that's been going on um you know i think um it's just something where those kind of things make you and then they've just dropped an album um which yeah. I, again I've, my research is so poor i'll get better as these episodes i'm pretty on, sure but, it's just the ghost inside like it's self-titled album um but even i'm trying to think of how many they've done that's got to be four or five four oh, how many albums they've done yeah yeah they've done i don't know if they released anything before like fury and the fallen ones or that like that first one that had like yeah. um yeah faithful forgiveness and yeah. um yeah so either way, they're, they're, they've got some longevity behind them and this album stands up easily. It's yeah. amazing. The whole thing from start to finish, so listenable. The lyrics are incredible. They're so inspired by everything they've just been through. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and it's just amazing. And, you know, they're the kind of things that, you know, we're always going to try and draw people's attention to. Obviously, that kind of something of that horrific nature is not going to be something we're going to bring you every week um, because we're yeah. hoping that that doesn't happen. Exactly on, right. On a very oh, yeah. serious thing, but... And we don't want to be – and also when it comes to current events, like we, we might touch on a couple of things about what's going on and like, you know, for, a couple, for 10, 15, however many minutes go into that and our opinions on that. But like we don't want to ever be the kind of podcast that dwells on uh, negativity or um, – you know, the dark and the evil of what's going on. It's good to acknowledge it and then like the more you know about it, I guess, I don't know, the more you can find ways to avoid it. But yeah, you know, I think it's just about fostering that that mindset. You know, yeah, I, exactly right. Something I say. It's to too my, easy to be sad, bro. Well, it's just something where you know, and I find myself saying this so much. It's just like there there is an infinite number of possibilities about what can happen at any yeah. one time. You can never get yourself bogged down into this is going to be this way forever, or this is going to be this, or there's nothing that can be done, or whatever else. And people get so easily trapped into those thought processes when, literally, you know the very next day something drastic can change whether it's good or bad yeah. at any point in time and so you can't be worried about whether good stuff is going to happen or whether bad stuff is going to happen because there's always an there's an infinite amount of opportunities I, I say it to my partner all the time I'm like look a dragon could come down from the sky tomorrow <laughs> yeah. night and fucking burn the city exactly right well, it's, yeah, pro- yeah, it's yeah. pretty unlikely yeah but it actually it exists but in a realm of possible exactly things right with happen, it right? With, so, you know the quantum theory of it's like if, if it's multiple realities all existing at once and then every choice or everything like that every observation sends you down a different path, then I guess anything really is possible. So if you spend your life constantly worrying about that, like what if this doesn't happen? What if that, what if this happens to me, whatever, well then you're never going to truly experience and enjoy whatever the, 
the pathway that you're on. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and people will always say things like, oh, I regret doing this and I regret doing that. But you know, I'm just such a big believer in that. Whatever it is, you know, I've had horrible exes and, and crap friends and whatever else I've done. But each one of those things, bad jobs, whatever it may be, I've learned a lesson from it. it it's made me part of who I am today. Um, it's so important to acknowledge and, and respect those for whatever they are, right? Because there's something in everything, right? It could have been the most horrible two years of your life, but there's a part of you now that understands what it was you were going through and what it is, or you can find a way to understand that. And it's going to help you be better in the future, exactly right? right? Because, yeah. um, you know, even if you find yourself in a rut and it seems to be going on forever, there is always the, t the time that you can get to where you look back at that and go, all right, I understand where my mindset was, what I was doing wrong, what I could have been doing better, and now I'm going to implement that now. For sure. There's yeah, no yeah. Point going, I just wish I didn't let that happen for that I guess that's just learning, because, though. I, yeah. I, I feel like everybody, maybe not absolutely everybody, but like everybody has a point where they look back and they go, shit, like maybe if I wish I didn't fuck around and do that or whatever – uh, but then you think about it, you're like, oh, I, I wouldn't be the person that I am today if that yeah. hadn't have happened. Yeah. And I think in times like now, you know, obviously I think we can't do a podcast episode in, in the climate without talking about this fucking Rona shit. And yeah. there is such polar opposites happening in everyone's life, right? You've got people that have completely been unscathed, have somehow benefited from not benefited from it but oh there have been people you know, that benefited for sure yeah well you know what i mean but there's something has nothing's really gone downhill maybe things even you know were able to become better because of the you know the wake-up call that it gave them whatever else but then yeah. you've got the absolute opposite end of the scale that have had their life yeah which would be a decent amount of people i'd say by whatever this is done whether it's work related or you yeah know, family related or, or losing business their related, whatever it yeah. may be um and so that's where, again, this stuff becomes so important, you know, to, to, to be able to, you know, if you're someone who has, uh, you know, you feel like you've come out of this completely okay, uh, making sure that you're doing whatever you can to, 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 you know, morally support or whatever people that aren't in the same position because, yeah. um, you know, I, I just cannot emphasize enough the importance. And, you know, we always, we share posts on Facebook and we say it's okay to talk or whatever, but like it, it cannot actually be understated. Oh, fucking um, nice, man. How much that, you know, that is really going to be what we want to focus on here and let that segue into every possible, fucking a lot of shit that we're going to talk about for sure um yeah but just that that's why we're doing this because we love to talk yeah that, exactly nothing, right there's nothing better than you know if you've had a crap week at work or whatever i would have come around tonight just to have some pizza and a, yeah. and a cheeky brew yeah and we would have done this without the microphones being exactly on, right? right we would have done almost this exact conversation slightly less regimented but it would have ended up going into all these different places it would just be more shit talk that people um, wouldn't understand yeah that's, the well, only that's exactly right a bit more waffle but yeah you know, we we that was probably hopefully as about as dreary as this is going to get. I think we will try and make this. We've got all the <laughs> housekeeping shit. Of out course, the way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I want to kick right into the to the absolute fucking thunder. Oh yeah, um, we're, we're going to bust in like there's, there's going to be a door and we're going to bust in with like with the with the front foot burst. Oh, absolutely. I'm talking. Well, probably not right gear. It's probably not what we want to um, have at the moment. But uh, you know, <laughs> right normally we have yeah. right gear. Um, <laughs> uh, it's all being used at the moment. Um, it's it's a fucking crazy time right now. It I is think fucking can... nuts. I was thinking about it like I saw some meme. It was like uh, the when the when the world went from the old way they measured time to the Gregorian calendar, they lost like in translation they lost eight years, right? Which means that this year would be twenty twelve. 
<laughs> right? It feels like it. It kind of does. It kind of does. Yeah. Like even like just to kind of I guess touch on a couple of things of the mainstream media that where the news got caught out using a, a picture from World War Z. Yeah, Z-Z, from that movie. movie. Um, is that not just like does that not just explain literally everything that we've kind of slightly touched on so yeah. far of just how farcical shit is right now. Oh, for sure. Um, that you've got a, a, a legitimate news company. And look, this is the thing I was going to say before. Well, I think I did. They're all businesses, right? So at the end yeah. of the day, they're doing- They're um, trying to make their shareholders money. they can do. <laughs> like if I was in that position- Which is fuck, I though. thought that that picture from World War Z looked pretty good, yeah. I would have fucking done the shit out of it, right? Yeah, I would have yeah, done yeah. the exact same thing if I was in that person's position. And I don't think- and, uh, you know, again, it's easy It's easy to sit there and I think where a lot of people get lost on the whole conspiracy aspect of it is that you think that, or people will seem to go, oh, well, so you think that every mainstream media person is in on it. No, I'm not no, saying that there's a lot some of useful idiots <laughs> where they're all sitting there like e- evil, uh, you know- um, They're told what to villains say. Villains <laughs> sitting there saying like, oh, yes, we're really full in the world. They don't fucking know. No, you know not I mean? at they, all. Some of them might. So, some of them might. When you think about- um, but- the amount of news stations that there are across somewhere like America, obviously they're always going to be the focal point and the point of reference. But so you've, all you've got is just average Joe's times a thousand, right? Across the, yes. for the, every little individual news channel for each different state has their own person. Exactly right. Who yeah. knows that they're just going to their job and doing their work. You know? Yeah. No, a lot of them probably think like, there'd probably a lot of them that think that what they're saying actually is the truth yeah. and they're doing a good thing. Well, why would they think anything else? You know, they're yeah. just and again, and it's one of those things where when you're comfy and you're in a job and you're enjoying it and it's and it's feeding your family and you're paying your health insurance and whatever it is, what benefit do you have out of out, by questioning it? You would be willfully ignorant, right? Because that's your job. Why would you want to make waves of any kind, right? So even making your own mental waves about like, oh, is this really like right what I'm doing? You're not going to mm. do that. In- but there has so- been a couple of. Did you ever? Sorry to cut you off. Did you ever see the American news uh, caster? I can't remember her name, but she was a blonde, blonde like a uh, probably you know twenty year old, as they say. And she was like, I've been searching. Uh, oh no, I've been uh, reporting in like investigating Jeffrey Epstein for three years now and like I can't believe that this is actually all blown up and I haven't been the one to blow it up. She like Yeah, she was yeah. more angry about the fact that she that wasn't she the didn't one get that it. Get yeah. the story. Yeah. Get that, the was, story. that was crazy. And, and, and then but like she she actually said all that off camera. She thought that it wasn't live. So she no, was that's right. It was a yeah, hot mic. She, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was Project Veritas and I'm sure we'll talk about them again. They're basically a, a group of people that uh, do hidden journal hidden journalism, right? So they, right. they get people that work in a company or whatever who will approach them and go, look, I think that if I can hot mic myself up and well, like a hidden mic and hidden camera, I'm going to be able to bring you some serious footage and they're willing to risk their probably their life um, yeah. to do this stuff or someone from where AB ABC where she worked basically got the footage of her on a hot mic that obviously they have the cameras rolling constantly and it's just ready to go. She didn't think she was actually being recorded or if she did, she thought it was never going to see the light of day. Um, And yeah, they basically caught her like I had all this information on Epstein um, and they wouldn't run it because they felt, I mean, we can obviously think why they wouldn't run it but yeah you know obviously. they were saying that there wasn't enough of a story that's what they told her apparently and then obviously when all this shit came out recently but it was just so i think the 
I mean, someone like her, who's a bit of a higher level um, in terms of the chain, like she was one of the biggest reporters over there, but you could actually sense there was a bit more evil about what she was saying in terms of she oh, was yeah. more she- worried about the fact that she didn't get to break the story than the fact that the story <laughs> didn't get to break, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the real tragedy there is that we have not been given that news to the level that it should have been given to us three years ago, right? Because there was already a big investigation done. So then you go, all right, well, who's complicit in the cover-up of that, right? How many people... Um, um, are basically the ones that are hushing that down and why? What, what what do they have to gain? What else are they hiding? That's all the questions that that creates. And the fact that the person who was the one who brought the story was not caring about the fact that, I mean, think about this. And she I probably mean, this did is, care about the story, otherwise she wouldn't have been investigating it for three years. But again, if that was just her role, someone yeah, told true. her Yeah, true. It was just her job, it. yeah, yeah. And then she did her job and then basically wasted her time. That's what she was more worried about, right? That she wasted her time. Um, so if you think about it though, right, let's say that in that three years, and he was still doing whatever he does. If they ran that story and something got done about it then, how many people or whatever could have been not affected by him in that amount of time? And that's what makes it so fucked up to think about, right? Um, So yeah, I think, you know, you just look at those things and you go that you can't, sit there and I think that's probably one of the most common things you're going to find right is that the people don't believe that the news has their best interest at heart yeah they know that that, bias they they know they understand all of that it's and people aren't fucking idiots man no that's exactly right and they've been watching the same things over and over again you know they've watched us um, do like go into wars or whatever it is based on whatever thing we're being fed I don't think that's a common misconception I think it's just hard for people to um, comprehend that there's any, there's any real big thing behind it, right? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. They think it's just a coincidence. The, but when you start like looking into it a bit deeper like we do, you're just like, there can't be that many coincidences. Well, and then you kind of like – and then you start to learn like – there, okay, there's like six or five or six or whatever amount of corporations controlling right, the whole everything. narrative for all of these mainstream uh, mainstream channels. You go like, all right. And then like that video where they show you all the anchors, different anchors, the and they're thing. all saying really the same script. lines. You go Crazy. like, okay. And then when you start evaluating it even a little bit more, you go like, we know because of um, the alternate media and whatever, you know, um, citizen journalists and stuff like that. We know that this is happening. Why are they? Why are they reporting it and saying this when there's like a lot of things? Like, it's weird. I don't necessarily like love Trump. You know what I mean? As a human being, but I know that. He's making a lot of decisions that are fucking these people off. Well, it's again with anything, right? If you forget about the Trump thing, because it's so easy to just lose people immediately. Oh right? yeah, of course. But you just look at anything ever that has had a such a monolithic, coordinated attack against it. Why would that be the person that's just yeah. another person that's doing the wrong thing, right? And I think as back on what I was saying about, you know, there's I think there's already a distrust in media, but everyone knows it's a corporation, it's a business, they're trying to make money, they're trying to get views, right? So everyone can get to that point, but then they kind of stop there because what's hard for a lot of people is the government thing, right? Because, you know, obviously a lot of people think that they're stupid and 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 dumb and they wish they were better, but they don't realise the the depth of the, the corruption and they don't want to believe in the depth of the corruption because the whole illusion of a democracy is that they're actually the people choosing them. So if you're having to comprehend the idea that these are your elected officials that are, e- are inherently evil or inherently um, greedy or inherently corrupt, um, that's a lot harder, right? For that's sure. a lot harder for people to entertain yeah. because they went to a ballot and they cast a vote and they felt like their vote mattered um and yet you've ended up 
in a same but somewhat different shit show than what you were when you voted the last person out, right? Yeah. So I think that's where it's it's very easy to lose a lot of people on that thought. And look, again, it's just as difficult for us to, you know, as we said, we don't want to sit here and, and shove things in anyone's faces. But the idea here is just to, to think about that. Yeah, exactly right. To think about the fact that, you know, a lot of people dislike Trump right now. Um, and I understand a lot of why. Um, I also disagree with a lot of the things as well because I feel like there is a massive coordinated attack yeah. against something. And I've just never said I've just never ever seen anyone bashed and like hounded so hard than well, him. The only thing like, that have like constantly with the Russian collusion shit. Oh, Russian collusion, Russian collusion got proven like false, and then the whole impeachment thing got. Didn't go through. Crap. Well, just, just like anything, like, right? Fuck. You know, whether they said, you know, it's terrorists that we have to worry about or whatever. Like there was always an agenda behind why they're telling us these things. I'm not going to believe that now all of a sudden they've got it right about Trump. It doesn't make sense, right? When yeah. We can all agree, forget about the governmental thing. But we all agree that the, the mainstream media is a business and is trying to make money, right? And we've seen the lengths that they've gone to to make us agree to the war in, in the Middle East and whatever else, which was, again, essentially fruitless other than the fact that they were able to get all of the gold and all of the oil and install a central bank. But anyway, getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, before you get we too We agree um, that they will do those kinds of things to to either be biased towards one side or they'll do things to, to suit their particular agenda, right? We can all agree on that. So when you look at that and you know that, then it must seem weird to you that there is such a massive effort against Trump. They don't suddenly, all of a sudden, decide that this man is so evil and so bad that this is the thing that we're going to be right about, that we're going to be so pure and yeah. so true. doesn't make yeah. any sense. It right? makes no so, sense. But if you look at the idea that, again, there's a lot of stupid things he said, a lot of silly things he's done or whatever else – a, going back quickly, look at the fact that no one hated him before he ran for president. Nah, I remember like, when, I, when we were younger. He was a and bit of a, a, like a goober and his hairpiece was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no yeah. one hated him. No, everyone when he, when he did that Apprentice show. Yeah, no I, was one, like, I was like, yeah, this guy's a boss, you know, yeah, like, that's killer. They made him out to be like this big, massive, goofy philanthropist, right? That was just killing it in terms of his real estate and whatever else. The minute that he was running for president, he was the most evil. He yeah. was hit, literally Hitler. That You can't look at that objectively and not think that something's up, right? But if you forget about all of that and think about the level of hatred that does exist for him and then look at the fact that you've got a choice between him and Joe Biden at the moment, who is one of the most fucking creiest dudes I've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen life. like videos the of him like sniffing hair and shit like that little girl's hair and old. shit. He can barely string a sentence together and yeah. that's your choices. Yeah. Like, and you're, and people will sit there and honestly go, he is the better candidate because <laughs> yeah. he's not Trump. Because he's not Trump. Yeah. If that doesn't prove the level of brainwashing. Yeah. Um, can, oh, can I, can I tell you something about that? There's been a couple of like, um, of these like alternate, um, like conspiracy medias, like, on YouTube that I listen to like podcasts and shit like that. And they were saying like what they were, what, what the deep state or Democrats or whatever have been trying to do is like get Biden in here. We're like up front and everyone knows he's going to lose to Trump. Right. But then what they're going to do at the last minute is switch him out for someone like Michelle Obama or, yep. some, or someone who, yep. or Hillary Clinton or something like that. And that like people are going to be like, oh fuck yeah! Like instead instead of Biden for the Democrats now, it's Michelle Obama, and they're going the like, same- fuck yeah, fuck still fuck Trump, but now it's Michelle Obama. I'm definitely voting Democrat. Well, it has like- the it has the same uh, like I guess public um, like a popularity contest thing because yeah, that's of part of why like you know obviously a part of Trump's 
win was can 100% be attributed to the fact that he is there's that Hollywood record like you know what I mean like he's that recognizable public figure right so obviously people were going to 100% get on the bandwagon because of everything they didn't like about Hillary but there was a lot of that you know the way that he was talking was very reality TV show exactly what he was amazing at yeah you're gonna draw people in that's what they watch yeah a lot of people like the fact that they felt like he was a real person yeah and even if that is some big fucking like Hollywood actor charade that's what drew people in I'm never gonna disagree with that but again it came down to that was the the choice that you had between this weird fucking hairpiece uh celebrity type um and this absolute fucking corruption mountain that was yeah surely people know with hillary well again surely people know know, they all know that emails went missing they all know these things but they just don't like to look at the depth of how that's even allowed to happen and that mean it must run this deep and whatever no one wants to believe that there's you know it's the common argument against anything they're like oh you're really going to say that there is um you know, all of these people in on it. Like, that's always the common argument that yeah, you get. Yeah, there can't be that many people that can keep a secret. It's yeah. Like, look, you'd be surprised. Again, 100%. And this is what we're saying from everything that we're saying right now, right? Could be 100% a load of shit. We could be so- Oh, yeah. Off. We could be so far off the and target. That, that's what comes back to what I was saying at the beginning is that everything has to be taken with a pinch of salt because we could be nowhere near the fucking marker. As yeah. I said, the dragon could come down tomorrow. But I fucking- feel like we're closer to the marker than mainstream media. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> is- but again, we're just, we're just inviting people to- ask the questions, right? To want to know the same things. Yeah. To want to know where the footage was from Jeffrey Epstein's cell, right? To want to know- Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. um, All of those kinds of things because that's the only way that we're ever going to have answers if we're collectively going, hey, this seems a bit fucking weird. Yeah. For example, recent thing. Why is it that we're in this fucking massive lockdown and we're not allowed to go anywhere and we've missed our family's funeral and we've missed our family's wedding and whatever else? But go and have a cheeky protest, no worries. Yeah, yeah, 40,000 people in the city, like it's no worries. Taking anything away from the right to protest, because obviously if we're talking about all of this shit, that's something that we believe heavily in the right to do. That's not the yeah, argument Oh, of at course. All. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's more yeah. so the fact that how can, what is the government just going to turn around and go, hey, Rona, um, look, just, just pop <laughs> yeah. in here, mate, come down. Um, just with, chill for a minute. Because with Major Nescafe Blend 43. Um, <laughs> yeah. now, International roast, and you can oh, just chill for a bit. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's going to that's gonna get him angry. I thought Blend 43 was already a dog hit enough. But um, have your international roast. Now, look, we've got a protest happening this weekend, and I know that you're fucking shit up left, right, and center right now, right? You're trying to fucking get in everyone's shit. But let us have this protest on the weekend. Don't fucking infect anyone. And uh, I'll Should tell you be what, fine. I'll, we didn't I'll, just spend the last three fucking months <laughs> losing our jobs and staying inside. And Come back. I've got a Macona for you, right? That's what <laughs> yeah. we said. Look, if you can do me... If you can do me a favor this weekend, and look, if that doesn't make you go, what the fuck? If that doesn't make yeah. you wonder, you can't, um, you can't not question that, can you? Exactly. So, uh, and it, it, that's exactly what I'm asking people to do. What we're asking people to do, right, is just to to basically want to know the answers to that, right? Exactly. Right. Just that. Classic, just question. I mean, it's funny, like, uh, and sorry to throw my dad under the bus, but. He's literally said the words to me before. He's like, oh, I don't want to fucking think about all of that shit. And I get it. I get it that you, a lot of people just want to live their lives and whatever. And you can't remove yourself from that, right? It's still just as important to look at the the level of reality that we're on right now, this plane. It's important to nurture and foster and, and grow that pretending that all of this shit doesn't exist or whatever as it is to to consider all for that, sure right? yeah you got to have that got to have that balance almost yin and yang, like, man. it's got to yeah. be yin and yang you can't you can't devote 100% of your consciousness and your waking hours to going oh the fucking 
deep state are doing this and oh this is a conspiracy like i'm sure a lot of fucking things are conspiracies don't get me wrong but like if you spend all day every day all your mental energy focusing on that it's it's almost like that's what they fucking want you to do like they, they don't want like you, you know what i mean it's, it's almost like the, the polar opposite of somebody who doesn't want to but it's essentially getting the same result and it like, comes down to that same thing if you're you, when you can't be 100 percent certain that everything you're looking into you're never going to know with 100 percent certainty well then what how how like defeated are you going to feel if you get poured every ounce of energy you've got into it only to find out that the the mainstream media have been the most above board beautiful people telling yeah. us absolutely the truth behind everything forever and we've just been on these massive fucking rabbit holes of nothingness right so at least if you if you find that balance you can get to a point where you're like all right well shit I was wrong about that and that's the end of it right you don't yeah want to a feel lot of people like don't want to be wrong though bro that's the thing and look and they can't admit it when they when like that, that's a, like I tell you what if in the future like I say something on this podcast that 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 people don't agree with or whatever or I get then get presented with facts or or an opinion or something like that, which which argues against my point of view, and it sounds more logical that or you know rings truer. Yeah, then I'll change or my has fucking more mind. Supporting evidence, yeah. yeah, and that's I think that's the most important thing is that um, you know look, I'll give you a good example of how hard it can be sometimes. When I first started looking into this thing, and I, obviously I was talking about nine eleven because that was the fucking the thing that the OG that, for a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it, this was back in like 2014, 2015. And I was just saying to someone from work, like, you know, talking about a couple of the inconsistencies and I won't bother now because, again, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about this more in depth later. But Oh, definitely. I want to do a, a decent chat, chat on it. Yeah, we're ha- I was having a chat. Because I know a you know a lot about it. They were open to the idea of what I was saying. They weren't like hanging on the edge of their seat, but they were like, yeah, man, that is kind of strange. That was the end of it. But some dude just got so riled up, right? He was so upset that how I could be doing that and, you know, just thinking that I'm just spreading this information and trying to poison people's minds. I guess, you know, the exact thing that we think is happening in reverse. Um, and <laughs> what he said to me is like, you need to go to a state library and you need to read up, right? You need oh, to get really? some education. And like- Head over to the old library. So my brain straight away said to him, I'm like, but I guess what I'm trying to say here though is that aren't those books and things all, you know, edited and, and published by corporations and again and could be manipulating exactly what we're seeing exactly right and like his little brain just couldn't even thing and again i'm not trying to talk down because no. like but you know he, he just the he was so livid at what i was saying yeah because a lot um, of people don't want to don't want to be at, don't want to almost like face the fact i know i did for a while there it's almost like if you look up terminologies and things these kind of like awakenings and learning about different aspects of life it's called the dark night of the soul when you start learning about the truth you you go i I know i went through a phase i don't know how long for it wouldn't have been heaps long but like i was just like what's the fucking point what's the point in even trying because like everything's rigged against you from the get-go and i went through that period and then coming out of that period um still like trying to learn about the truth because i started learning about the truth through like the spiritual way like i uh, used to watch a fair few like um well i still love him david wilcock i don't know if you would have ever seen him before he's one of them people he talks about a lot about like space and aliens and all that kind of shit and i i I love that shit like heaps but um it's it's almost like the spiritual stuff he said in, in a couple of his things really uh made me think and uh, made me think about the pineal gland all that kind of stuff and then like that interest kept keep kept pushing me uh and then uh, to learn more about current events and stuff like that and the truth about that so like 
I feel like when people learn the truth that most people go through like a dark soul of the night, at least a little bit. Um, that, that And then when they start like coming out of that, they like it might not be hell, hell deep because some people don't go hell deep down the rabbit hole. But like, like, we should probably say as well when we say the truth, we mean what we think is the truth and not necessarily. Again, well, like yeah, we, but like when we pe- when you piece together, so when you're told by so many different things, you start piecing together the puzzle. Yeah. There is a, there there is a truth, and then there there is like lies. There yeah. is. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I, I guess it's just the muddy waters that that really make the truth so difficult. Well, it's exactly what we were saying, man, is that, again, you can't consume yourself with, with this kind of thought. And it's like it, it it goes back to, again, what we do in life in general. It's not just about this kind of stuff. It's about whatever it is, whether it's constant negative thought about your work, whether it's constant negative thought about your interactions with your family, your partner, your friends or whatever it is. If that is all that you are, uh, you know, letting yourself or be consumed by – um, it, it is such a slippery slope, oh, right? And, sure. and it, it, you have yeah. to make sure that you're finding balance in everything. And and again, it comes back to you need to be you know talking to people or sharing these experiences with people as well, or these thoughts, because it's only through that fostered you know conversation. Um, you know, as it is, you know, you already look at the world and the difference between the times where you just have a yarn with any old person on the street. You know, we've come so far from that, but I think that that is the the best version of ourselves that we can be. Um, you know. I, I love my. I've got family from Kangaroo Island, and uh, you know something that always uh, makes me happy about going there is that every single person on the road does the wave finger. Oh yeah! When you're walking down the main street or whatever, people go, "Hey, how you going?" And it's just got such that, and it's such a good feeling. Yeah. All right. There's nothing worse than um, you know you're just walking through the city or whatever, and people don't even want to make eye contact, let alone have a yarn, right? And I just think that that is part of where we're at, right? If people can't even feel comfortable to, I mean, obviously talking to strangers is a bit weird, but um, or it can be, but like if people have come so far from that kind of time, yeah, no wonder they're having difficulties even talking to friends, right? Is one no wonder that they struggle to have a conversation because that's just not what we're encouraged to do, you know? People have got their head in their phones and their, yeah, you know, their their, it's everything on. is is in this on this online platform, yeah, that we've lost so much of that amazing humanistic interaction, and you know, again, it's what has driven everyone crazy in this in this corona time, is that that's what we've lost, you know? We couldn't go to the pub. Look, I still haven't had a pint yet. I'm fucking fiending badly. Um, Because that's, you know, think of uh, something I always say as well, right, is that like, you know, when you look back in time at things um, and you look back, all the fondest memories you have, right, they're never, oh, man, I love when I fucking had enough money to pay that bill Um, or I fucking loved when I just had everything fucking sorted (laughs) for work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember that night, man, when I just fucking, I was cut up all of that capsicum, man. I was fucking out that onion. I whipped up the fattest foe. I was so prepared for the week. And you're like, oh, bro, yeah, you messaged me after that. That was a fucking huge night of meal prep, right? The meanest elbow soup ever no, it's never <laughs> happened right you're talking about the the most amazing experiences we've gone on about how we're going to talk about unify like those kind of times in your life that are yeah just like yeah yeah out. special times that's exactly what we need to be prioritizing you know yeah. we, we need to be making sure that we're um uh you know always thinking about the shit that's going to be something that sticks in our brain forever so um you know it just it, it that is what really emphasizes the importance of not getting fucking caught up on 
negativity of any kind, right? We can talk about it. We can touch on it. We can encourage people to think about it. But then when that's done, let's talk some shit. Yeah. Right? Let's have a beer. Let's yeah. let's do whatever. It's not um, – we as humans are just constantly stressing, whether it's money, yeah, whether yeah. it's family, whether it's sickness, whatever it is, there's always something to drag us down. So we have to make such a conscious effort to break so, through that. Exactly right. Um, and, to go, and to go back up and find ways to, to bring your mind frame up. Because there's always something trying to drag you down. What's why you do music and it's why I do comedy. And I think, again, we'll, we'll probably finish it up here, but just to bring that full circle, um, that's that's exactly why. You know, It's why we're doing music. It's why I'm doing comedy. It's why um, we wanted to do this podcast is because we just think that outlets for conversation, for talent, for creativity. Um, you know, the whole comedy thing for me was I got such a thrill out of in school being that class clown type um, from even, you know, failing my TAFE course because I spent the whole time at the uni bar. Um, yeah. I'd be hanging out with all these randoms, right? You'd end up just having people gravitate towards your table. They'd buy a jug. Everyone's just pouring $10 jugs and I'd be telling crazy stories about what I'd done at Flashdance the weekend before or the week <laughs> before. Um, and I just had, you know, people were just hanging on every word and they enjoyed the descriptive, stupid fucking yeah, language yeah, that yeah. I was using. You enjoyed, to tell. like, you, you enjoy the feeling of being on stage and making other people feel good, which yeah. is the exact same thing that I do. It's just a different medium. And I think basically. that's where this whole desire to do this comes from i think you know that's the most important thing rather than just saying that you know we're just doing this because of whatever i think that's we want another avenue right something that we can't i can't always get up on stage and i think i've learned that from this corona and the same thing for you you know yeah. especially with music side there's so much more time spent writing and and making yeah, and that's getting it. things together finding band members yeah. uh keeping band members finding nights where everyone's available like it's even harder so if you can find an outlet to you know channel that energy that you would put into your lyrics that you would put into your music in a way that can hopefully keep people in invested for half an hour 45 minutes an hour whatever this ends up being um that's what you want to do um, yeah and that's what we're here for so that's it i'm glad we've summed it up the way we've summed it up because now that we've got all of this kind of like it's almost like we've we've got a we had a blank page and this and this little talk here was where we like we drew the outline around the very edge and then we kind of dissected it in different ways and the different things that we're going to be touching on and stuff like that and we just briefly dipped into it um, and then as we go along and we start getting like people that become interested in talking, there's nothing more that I would love that is to like answer questions yeah. and like interact with people. So they feel like that, that what we're talking about is what they want to talk about as well. Because I know like when I'm watching a YouTube video or a podcast, or something like that, sometimes I wish I could just like make, make a comment or like find a way to get in there and just like have my say. Yeah. Get people and like the more and get them to can, talk about exactly what it is right. that interests me. And the more that we can get people involved, like as we go along, the more that like once we start putting the stuff on like up and on YouTube and then eventually like we want to get video going and like properly set it up. Um, when we when we can start going live and like doing like the chats with people and stuff like yeah. that, that'll be a big part of it as well. And like I said before, doing a looking at some memes, having a laugh, going through like just uh, and then eventually getting guests on and shit like that. Yeah, well, I think me and you are going to do our best work if it's as off the cuff as possible. So yeah. I hundred percent agree. The more that we can get involved with people, because we don't know what the fuck you want to hear. You know no. what the fuck you want to hear. We don't right? even know so what the fuck to talk about. You've got an idea, I guess, of what we find ourselves interested in and what our background is and whatever else. And uh, you know, I'm, we're, we're keen to go further into that as well as as far wide as you want to go. And we're going to give you opinions that are probably completely off the mark. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, now that you understand 
what we are possibly well versed in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. know whether to, to believe it, or, well, to to invest any energy into it and look into it yourself, or you're going to think these guys are fucking crazy yeah, and, and not fucking welcome. think about it, which is fair and enough. And let us know. Like, I, I always want to know. I think that the most important thing is to be open to that again every possibility that exists so you know we could say something and be so wrong and you could give us something that's going to blow our mind oh, i would love to yeah to i would it. love to have people to correct me that would I be think, i think that would that's be fucking awesome the most humble thing you can do is is be open to ideas and that's the only way we're going to grow right because we're going to see that we'll acknowledge it we'll say hey look this is what someone said we reckon this is awesome or whatever it is you know we're um we're just going to be as uh as as Free flowing is loosey goosey, and just try and and uh, you know get everyone talking. That's what we're here for. That's right, man. That's right. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Episode zero zero zero. Yeah. Who knows how many zeros this and could- ones and oh. breakdowns and all that kind of stuff. But we'll wrap that up now, uh, and then next time we'll uh, start for realsies. If you made it this far, if you are actually listening. Yeah, if you're listening, thank you. You're, you're an OG. That's risky. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's big level. Yeah, if, you, if you're hearing this right now, you're the OG of OG because this is episode zero. This isn't even episode one. Yeah, this could be nothing. This, yeah. This, the end of the, we could listen back to this and this be the only thing that ever exists. <laughs> the, ever exi- this could be this the could only be the ever. only wormholes. So yeah. We release it in 2029 <laughs> as a bonus thing. We haven't even spoken in five years. One of us digs it up and goes, hey, uh, do you remember doing this back in fucking 2020 yeah. in, the, in the midst of corona riots? Oh, and, corona uh, riots, that's it. To corona riots. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, mate. We will right. see you. Uh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get this happening every week. Man. We, we'll, at least, if not every week, every fortnight. Let's I can't make it. even begin to imagine how good it's going to be if I don't need to piss for 30 minutes of it like I do right now. <laughs> yeah, is it that bad? I didn't want to stop. I uh, thought we were on such a good thing, but yeah. I've been sitting here uh, wincing in you're gonna, genuine you're gonna pain. Need to, you're going to need to go get rid of it. Let's go do it right now. Yeah.